0: In
1: three, two, one. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Kinflow Project podcast. My name is Eliza, and I'm your host for today's episode. In this episode, the members of the Kinflow Project will be discussing all things habits. So let's get into it. For the first question, anyone can answer, obviously. How do you define habits?
0: The stuff that you do on a regular basis um not even the things that you're thinking about that you do but like just what ends up falling into your natural daily rhythm Mm. or whatever cycle of time you want to use weekly monthly whatever nice
2: it's just like a twitch kind of like um something that just automatically happens when it's like a response to a certain cue anyways um so it's just a quick reaction. You don't really have to think about it. Like there is no decision on it. You just it just automatically happens after the, that uh, certain cue.
3: Yeah, I would say like um, consistent patterns or um, yeah movements or anything uh, not not nothing specific, but like it's just something cons- where I, where I would see it would be naturally consistent.
2: Cool.
0: You know, it's funny, actually, Landon, your answer makes me think about my answer. Because you hear someone say something like drug habit. Yeah. And then, like, Mm. that makes me think of, like, that impulse, you know? Versus, like, what I was saying is, like, the things that you do on a natural day-to-day rhythm. Like, (laughs) when you get up, are you the kind of person that makes their bed or just tosses things aside?
2: Well, I think there's a huge spectrum in that sense. That's why. Because uh, when you talk about, like, drug addiction or alcoholism or something, like, it's just a it's just something that's already in your head that you it's just something that you need right you don't have to think about it. it's just like a twitch um other things like on another spectrum of it is like are you consistent in like making your bed like you said uh cleaning up your room all those kind of like other habits that kind of like automatically form but there is a little bit of a thought to it because i think um you still have to kind of put a little bit of thought of like even seeing your bed and then being like, shit, should I go eat breakfast or should I go like make my bed first? For some people, it might be like automatic, like right when you get up, automatically make your bed. But for I think for like um, majority of people, it's just like, oh, fuck, I got to think about this really quick, like a quick second. Whereas alcoholism, it's a twitch. You can't really control it unless you have someone like actually talking to you about it and other right. factors involved.
0: No, and I think that's interesting because that shows that, like, the English language for the word habit itself isn't fully formed. Like, maybe in other cultures, there would be the different words for the varying levels of what you could consider habit. But, um, yeah, interesting.
1: That's a good discussion. I think follow-up question to what you both were saying would be, how do you think habits are formed?
0: I think some habits would probably be formed based on what you saw in your, you know, local environment, like what you saw your parents do or whoever you modeled your own behavior around. Um, and then I think some habits are formed, uh, intentionally and over time they become natural rather than, you know, forced. I agree with
2: that. I think, um, A lot of the habits that are created, especially early on, comes from like that kind of socialism kind of perspective, kind of like what your parents do. You obviously see what your friends do. um, You're obviously going to pick up some habits from them. Uh, Just like how my parents always taught me, like, uh, if I'm just there like five minutes early, I'm already late, right? So like whatever I have to go do, if if there's a time like three, I got to be there by like 2.30 or 2.45 because that's just something that I grew up. And that's what kind of like my parents already taught me. Um, But other habits, like Steven also said, was you have to be more mindful of like what habits you really want. And that kind of goes into like the fitness industry and everything else. Like you want to start your own fitness. You got to put a little bit kind of like a mentality to it to be more consistent and kind of figure out your goals and everything and motivation to be staying consistent or like what is that kind of goal that you want to be or what the habit to contribute
4: to. Yeah, I agree with Landon. I think the, the biggest thing is like the consistency thing, but I think that's why it's such a good question too, because your bad habits are probably formed through consi- consistency too, But mm. you're probably not actually you know, thinking about them, right? They just kind of just happen. And through consistency, it becomes a habit, whether we want it to or not, right? Um,
1: I think it's interesting that throughout this discussion, it helps with the follow-up question. So my next question, I guess, would be what drives the sustainability of habits? It kind of seems like we're going in the direction of consistency, but what do you guys think?
0: Perceived need. I think when somebody perceives the need for a venting outlet, like someone who uh, you know, has like a, a Drugging, drug cope usage or a video game coping mechanism or a sit down and watch TV. It's based on a uh, perceived need for that activity. And in the same sense, someone who wants to create a new habit in their system, they do it because of a perceived need for it, whether it's getting up earlier because that's when they're going to make it to their job on time Mm
3: -hmm. or
0: getting to the gym first because that's going to allow them to function the rest of their day, you know, on a little better level. I think it's based on perceived necessity.
3: Yeah, I would totally agree with that. The whole perceived needs, um, I guess, or I I think what I would say even is like a goal oriented, you know, um, direction, um, or need, I would say, I I mean, you guys kind of mentioned earlier about the whole, um, making your bed thing. Um, like, I just realized like, why did I do that? You know, and it was just like because there was a need of like, all right, my I'm more um clustered mentally when my whole room's messy. Right. But then like, all right, okay, how do I not like the goal of not getting my whole like mental state cluttered? How mm-hmm. do I do that? Okay, clean your room, like, you know, make make your bed, and then just even like you, I don't know. I think I low-key have OCD. Um, and so, like, you know, when everything's kind of just everywhere, I'm just like, how do I actually focus? And so I think that's the goal which kind of drives me to actually, um, yeah, develop healthier habits of, like, cleaning. or So you can just, like, apply that to any type of goal. Yeah,
2: I agree with both of you guys. Uh, if the question was more of uh, kind of saying how to create a sustainable habit, then it's um, – was that the question or was it
1: not really it's more like what what create what makes habits sustainable
2: oh uh, what makes habits sustainable okay yeah then i totally agree with uh steven and kevin um it's also doing the little things over and over again like staying at the fundamentals uh to keep your kind of confidence high that you can even build on to these um mm. habits so like it's going back to making the bed you can make your bed but let's say the rest of your room is shitty then you can build on that and be like, okay, well, I already make my bed first thing in the morning. So I can kind of build on that and be like, okay, well, I can clean off my workspace so I can make sure like I'm ready to go like when I'm at home, I'm supposed to be doing my work. I can clean up the dishes really fast if I left them overnight because I don't like to see like a lot of dishes in the sink uh, all day, you know? So I think uh, keeping, that fo- uh, keeping like a foundational uh, habit kind of just slowly builds and everything will uh remain sustainable as long as you take like easy slow process steps
4: Mm. um you know actually it makes me think of like a twisted way of thinking about this though is like do you guys think about like how many sustainable habits you guys have and like basically kind of thinking in the way of like if it's sustainable does it take away from a habit that you already have like say for example like does cleaning your room take away time from you being productive or does right like does do some of your habits make other habits unsustainable
0: Ah. i feel like just by the by my definition of habit habit is just kind of like what falls into your hour by hour grid like if you were to just like you know detail out your day by day um I think there are times where people get overloaded on tasks, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think overloaded on tasks is something, being overloaded on tasks is something that would get in the way of a sustainable habit. Mm-hmm. I think, if anything, it's the, it's the overall uh, sum of all the sustainable habits that might be getting in the way of those tasks.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think I do me with- too oh, sorry. Oh, good. go Kevin
3: <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's also recognizing like the habits that are pretty bad uh, I'd say um, that kind of eliminate because I'm like when I'm thinking about habit like for example a bad habit of mine is like you know using social media the moment I wake up like I think kind of just seeing how that's just periodically just has like kind of ruined my day, not ruined my day, but like it it throws me off a little bit because then I'm late to everything like and, and just even um just mentally as well i'm just like okay there's just like so many alerts like the moment you click on your phone and so i think it's just like yeah like why do i do that and how can i eliminate that so
1: yeah that was actually going to be my next question how do you break a quote unquote bad habit
2: i think it's uh well it's hard because some people just don't So the person who has the bad habit may not see it as a bad habit that's the only thing. So it's really about that individual kind of looking over what they do in a day and kind of saying like, well, does this promote my kind of like health and wellness or does this kind of like slow me down? Right. So I don't know how to explain it, but like some people will say like, even like drinking beer is like uh, a good thing for them. Right. But drinking too many could be bad, Um, but some people might not see it that way. So it's kind of like identifying for yourself and kind of analyzing for yourself before even having someone else say like, oh, that's a bad habit.
0: I mean, I think when the question comes to like, how do you change a bad habit? It's, it's already pretty pre-detailed out in like the stages of behavioral change, right? Like your first step is getting from pre-contemplation to contemplation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad habits are the stuff you aren't thinking about you're not going to change it until you start realizing and thinking about that act in of it itself. So I think the first thought is like what Landon was saying, you, just, you got to be able to recognize that it is an issue or that it is a bad habit.
1: I agree with you too. So I think next question would be, this is a little more personal, what habits are you all proud of? that you guys do
0: (laughs) Uh, I've established a pretty good like activity routine that isn't something I have to force myself into Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm I'm independently able to make it to my physical activity commitments you know twice a week I've foam fighting uh, twice a week, I do myofascial release. And then, like two or three more times a week, I, you know, hit the weights in my garage. Yeah. Um, the hitting the weights part, it hasn't become like habit yet. But when I look at it on a week by week basis, I definitely do the other two things very regularly. Nice. Jet.
2: I think for me, it's uh, more of like time management um, because you guys know like I do full-time, I do part-time, and then I kind of work on this as well. So it's finding kind of like all these loops and holes that I can be, try to be productive and still try to keep myself motivated throughout the day, even if I have to wake up at like 5 or 6 a.m. and then go to bed like at 11. So I think like my time management of being able to plan everything out kind of like in the early morning and all the kind of like habits in between kind of just keep me going. Um, So that's something to be proud of, just my time management.
1: Nice. I guess a follow-up question to that one would be, are there any habits you are all trying to change and are willing to share? Because obviously sometimes people don't want to talk about their bad habits, which is fine. But I'm sure people, whoever's listening, maybe are wondering if you all have similar habits that they might be wanting to change.
2: Shit, well... um, <laughs> yeah I got a couple of bad habits for myself like especially because like I know like I'm supposed to be working out a lot more because like I know that my leg is safe mm. but it's just something that it's a mental battle between myself and I because it's just like having that kind of like remembrance of just hearing my leg crack then mm-hmm. it's just like oh like I don't want to do like deadlifts or I don't want to do jump roping too much because then I always think like oh I'm going to cause a stress fracture if I do like way too much at one time Mm -hmm. Um, so I think like I just keep I kind of kept on relapsing at some point and I keep like tripping over myself but something that's also good is like I'm willing to get back up like if I mess up on like a Tuesday I might take that Wednesday off and just like try to do it on a Thursday whether it's 10 to 15 minutes or even going to the park to shoot hoops like something where I know I can start stay active and try to burn at least 250 calories at that time. Um, I could clean up my nutrition. Uh, it's, it's just like a lot of grab and go stuff. Cause like, I'm always just working. So like meal prepping I could do, like I could do a lot better. Cause I could, I always have like my Sundays available like at night and like, I always go grocery shopping on uh, Sundays, mm-hmm. but it's just like something that I really got to kind of like, set an alarm to on my phone where it's like all right well i'm gonna dedicate this hour or less to just like prep some chicken rice and whatever else i kind of want and yeah that's kind of like my two my two bad habits main bad habits
3: yeah i mentioned briefly about it with um kind of screen time um so i think something that i'm working on still right now um and i would you know highly recommend um if you're an iphone user Oh, we can't see it from here. But screen time. Um, basically it's kind of a it's a preset app in your phone that sets uh limits and and like not just like with uh, when you can use your iPhone, but like which app specifically. So I'm just like looking and then it kind of collects the data data of like how long um have you been been on Instagram, you know, or versus like Facebook or just even on a video game. And I think it's just you know, kind of what we talked about in the beginning is like all right, do you kind of see it as a bad thing? Like, it's like, you don't really know until you actually see the data and you're like, holy crap, I spent like six hours this day on like my phone. Like, what was I doing? Like, you know, and I think it's just like seeing these kind of patterns really actually helps me kind of be able to like realize that. Um, but I'd say, I think another thing is do it with your community um, of any sort. Cause it's like, at the end
0: of the day, it's like, it's not a battle. You can fight alone. Yeah, I would say um, for me, multitasking um, is something that causes me to be unfocused on like any one thing or like when I'm trying to focus on one thing, but I'm also trying to do something else at the same time, whether it's like, you know, in a conversation, I'll try to do the dishes or clean the kitchen, or if I am, you know, supposed to be taking care of the dog and walking the dog. I'm also on my phone. Um, so that's one thing that I recently have recognized as not being a good habit, uh, trying to multitask everything. And then my other, my other like bad habit that I am still changing, but have made a lot of striving towards was, uh, hours I spent playing video games. And what got me from the pre contemplation into the contemplation was that I was actually playing right next to my closet mirror door. And then I like turned my head and realized how awful my posture was. <laughs> and that was like, that just completely turned me off. And I, since then I'm either gaming, like here, This is like, this is a standing desk setup, but I have a stool that I'm relaxing on, but I don't, I try not to sit when I'm playing um and yeah that those are that's still a habit i'm working on that's so good dude
3: i just realized i totally have a ball chair right now so like it forces oh me to like use my core and then i'm like wait i'm just kind of tired right now and i'm like okay all right i can't sit anywhere to relax
4: so i'm like all right that means i have to get off my laptop <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh mine's kind of similar to uh kevin's because um Recently football started back up and uh Oh snap. I'm a diehard football fan <laughs> and it's it's really taken up a lot of my time and it's uh I'm usually never on my phone. I think Eliza can preach for that. Like yeah. I'm never on my phone. Sometimes it takes like two days to get a text back from me or a phone <laughs> like for me to answer a phone call. But now it's like it's scary how much time like my report has gone up. Because I do the report that uh, Kevin does too, and it's like usually it's like 40 minutes on average a day and right now it's like sitting at like three hours so it's like it's a lot of a lot of unproductive time for sure and it's it's something that I you know it's barely the start of the season so it's a little embarrassing so it's a huge change already in the first week and I've I've noticed it just through my own production that it's a bad thing so it's something I definitely do want to change but it's it's a it's like a rolling ball it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse (laughs) maybe
1: this is like an environmental habit and it only overtakes your body during football season you
2: know
0: know what's really funny is like i don't watch any sports at all and the only time i did was when we were at bay club and it was on all the tvs in the gym and then i i would be like oh look sports okay that is the score (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, done.
4: And, and it, that's like, the thing. I have to work in front of those jumbo screens. I'm like, right. don't look, don't look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't look. That's too good.
1: That's funny. Um, I guess I don't know how are we good on time. Anyways, um, I guess one of the questions I can ask is why do you think some people struggle with getting habits to stick?
0: I think they aim too high. Yeah, and then I think they like, and then they yep. get disappointed, and then they don't want to feel disappointed, so they give up. I think uh, it's probably like a little bit of expectation management and uh, reasonable goal setting.
2: I think it's the same. I think it's the people always have the mentality of go big or go home. Um, so if you were to fail at something that's um, should be kind of like. Reasonable. So, like, if you're starting off on a fitness journey, kind of like five years detrained or something, and then you start using the barbell and starting deadlifting like 200 and stuff, it's not gonna work. Um, you gotta start off small. I think that's where people kind of skip that kind of process, where people are just looking for the quickest way, instant gratification to their goals. Um, so people always looking for the quickest way, but it's really just like the smallest habit can make the biggest changes and people don't realize that until they actually do it. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree with Landon uh, on that, but I also want to take it back to what Kevin said earlier. I think the reason why people struggle is sometimes they try to do it alone. Um, and, and I remember at least for like my own fitness journey journey, like I tried to start off on my own and my goal was very lofty you know like it was like I want to lose 50 pounds and you know and I want to get big and I want to look like the guys in the gym right um, mm-hmm. and after a week I stopped completely and I just was not motivated because I didn't obviously I didn't grow the biceps I wanted in one week <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look at them today
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but then um my good friend of mine uh who I think Kevin knows as well uh Richie he oh, nice. got a gym membership himself and then was like I'll do it with you and then from there it I, I think that sense of community of like doing it together every single mm-hmm. day and then it joined on with another friend so it was all three of us you know continually day after day kind of holding ourselves accountable to like we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. So I think community is a big struggle for people is sometimes I feel yeah. not only do they set a lofty goal, but sometimes it's a goal that they're trying to achieve by themselves when they might need help from others.
0: That is such a good answer, Fernando. Jeez. Beautifully said. Love it. Really beautifully said. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Well, I guess, I'm going to move on to the personalized question. So, Fernando, what is one habit you would suggest for someone trying to get into fitness?
4: Um, go big or go home. <laughs> 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 no. no. Deadlift
0: 200 pounds yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> uh,
4: well, uh, continue, continuing with, with what I was saying, I guess, then, is just... Uh, community and Mm -hmm. I would say like how we all just said right now just don't make it such a lofty goal Mm -hmm. Um, I think when we're able to like just do the simplest thing just like maybe doing one stretch like say you like say you don't like working out at all but you like one stretch and if you could do that stretch every day for a full week and then you could do it for a full month I think you could start to do other exercises and other stretches that would motivate you and things and you'd find things that you like in the process of you know your own journey even if it has to start with just one simple exercise or one simple stretch
1: nice i guess that's a perfect segue to say follow our instagram at the kinflow project if you want to get started on your stretching journey anyways steven what is one habit you would suggest for someone who wants to be more mindful of their nutrition?
0: One habit for nutrition, mindfulness. Um, I think in terms of nutrition, it really starts at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the one thing to keep in mind. If, If you want to see a big change in your nutrition, likely you will have to make some big changes in the shopping list. And that is, it's a struggle for a lot of people, but it is what it is. I think that's probably the, yeah, I think of all the nutrition advice, that's probably the easiest to understand when you're starting your nutrition journey.
1: Yeah. So you're saying it like, don't even worry about what you're eating at. You should think more about what you buy first
0: yeah like or or what you end up creating mm-hmm. as being available to you
1: yeah okay I,
0: I won't snack on hershey's kisses if i don't buy a big old bag of hershey kisses yeah mm-hmm. i agree I, mean,
4: <laughs> I think we all have that I know. yeah if the chips yeah. are around i'm eating them yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, Landon, what is one habit you would suggest for someone who struggles with overcoming a personal challenge?
2: Um, I think someone should just square one. I think it's kind of just asking what is the problem that they know of or like try to identify it and ask if it is a problem for either themselves or they're hurting someone else. Mm-hmm. Um. I think if there if there is a problem and they have identified it, then it's coming to the realization that maybe they have to accept it that they have to try to change that kind of uh, behavior and see if there's some way that they can use a or basically just trade off and do a promoting behavior because uh, um, it could be almost anything that the, anyone's coming uh, personal challenge is coming over. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is kind of. Asking for help, there's nothing wrong with asking for help from mm. friends, family, or anything else. It doesn't show that you're weak. It doesn't show anything else. Uh, everybody needs help at some point, and I think that's the kind of community that we have is, like, if one of us asks for help, uh, there's no there's no judgment here. Uh, we all been through it, and we all kind of, like, have that same kind of empathy and compassion for one another. And kind of, that's the kind of um, feelings we want to create for whoever wants to follow Kim Flo and everybody else we just want to try to make everything more positive and um, just try to make sure that the world is a little bit better by trying to inspire at least one person every day out of the five of us or out of the four of us so uh, another thing is like breaking it down so some people need to see their behavior broken down kind of like in steps like what well, what part of it is bad and like what part of it is good? It's kind of hard to say like the personal challenge or the personal problem because there could be it could be very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So that's why my answers are kind of vague. Um, mm-hmm. But the last step is kind of like also trying to see the light in every problem, right? Um, I think it's hard at that moment because your body is in go- your mind is always racing, it's kind of going through that kind of shock mentality of like oh, what what the hell do I have to do now? Like How am I gonna act? What am I gonna do? Um, What's gonna be next? So I think it's always just like break it down and try to see the better, kind of like the blessing in disguise in most problems because you never know what can come out on the other side. And yeah, through life that kind of helped me um, just keep on moving forward and trying to approach new opportunities that come to me. Uh, Well, that's like personal problems that I went through, but. Mm-hmm. yeah it It seemed to work so i hope that kind of made sense
1: yeah it did thank you snaps to that and kevin lastly what is one habit you would suggest for someone who is exploring their spirituality
0: mm.
3: yeah i when i think of one habit specifically i'm kind of thinking about my own faith journey as a as a christian it was like i guess a healthy way of searching it of just my faith and God was honestly just being able to find people that were around me that were able to answer or not just answer completely, but were willing to answer difficult questions. And they were not just trying to like, you know, throw some kind of religion at my face or vomit at it. You know, it was just like, Hey, this is uh, please come. Um, this is a safe place for you to ask questions and it could be anything. And I think just when I knew anyone's like finding any type of spiritual you know, um, journey, or, or, uh, I think it's finding a place or kind of, I guess, filtering out. Um, I would say, honestly, like any type of religion that kind of just tries to slam things on your throat. So I would say find places that are safe.
1: Nice. Well, thanks everyone for sharing that wraps up this episode. Um, this was the Kinflow project for all things habits for now signing off. Boom.